0: this is purple radio on demand Cause
1: the players gonna play 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 hey baby i'm just gonna shake 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 it off shake it off and never
2: hey is gonna hate Fake is going to fake. Even the sausages will have their say. Whether it's the media, the rain or Scottish defenders, shake it off. Hello and welcome back to a new episode of the Breakdown Podcast. Six Nations 2020, the new decade, the new era, new faces and a beautiful start to the Six Nations. We're just in that week break, had that frustrating weekend and we're looking forward to bounce back. The Breakdown again is delighted to welcome new guests One from a new nation, in fact, yet to lose in the first two rounds. He's enjoyed those so far, as well as our first guest who's actually studying a proper degree. A love of equations, equilibrium and force, you'll find this man nowhere else but in the scrummage. Without those subtle touches of creativity, you're overlooking the main man. Prized straight from design week, our very own Irishman. Don't worry, this won't be three hours long. It's Pete Douglas. Pete, welcome to The Breakdown. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pete. We're next guest. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) some class there already. Dulcet tones. Dashing locks. Dancing and prancing at any and every Calsock event. Unerring class. A towering second row in his heyday, moving to fly half for those creative sparks later in the day. Always up for a scrap on the pitch and off it. Expect the unexpected from this man. Most commonly known as Tom Moore. Tom... It's an honor to have you in the studio. Welcome. Thank you, very much. Good to be here. Guys, what have you got to offer us? Um, we, we've, got these, we've got these listeners that they're building, they're growing, as we see one of our sound boards tumble, Pete Douglas, the engineer, on hand. Tom Moore, what are you going to bring us? What um, are you excited about? What are you going to add to this team?
3: Uh, well, rugby knowledge probably isn't my strong point, um, but we're going to...
2: That's a great start. <laughs>
3: Um, I watched the highlights before I came in. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can.
2: Do you like rugby? Yeah, I love it. Good.
3: Love. Yeah, school was good fun playing rugby. Mm-hmm. It's Pretty low quality stuff. Did
2: you like the tackling?
3: No, no. I didn't okay. tackle. I didn't reason really to pass either. It was a, right. I was a bit of a bit of a liability actually.
2: Okay. Um, How do you think this will transfer into the podcast arena?
3: Um, you know, it's it's unpredictable. Time
2: <laughs> will tell. Exciting <laughs> <No>. times. <laughs> We're all on edge. We're all on the edge of our seats. Pete Douglas, Design Week, big week for the engineers. Yeah. Big week for Ireland. What are you looking forward Biggest to for on this podcast?
4: Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing some like opinions from across the water because I, I listened the first week and it was a little bit one sided from Ireland. Yeah. Okay. There's no, there was no like equilibrium. So I'll hopefully, bring that.
2: We'll get that thrust back yeah. with the Irish hopefully. voice. Hopefully. should we go straight on to Ireland then? Should we go on to Andy Farrell, the steely new man, new role? Old face, a lot of influence historically, he's got a new suit, we mentioned that last week. As an Irish fan, what's the impact? What's changed? What's made the same?
4: Well, you can see hints of the players doing what they want, a little bit more, because with Joe Schmidt, as much as I do love structured rugby, because the forwards get the ball more, <laughs> um, you can Stick see... Stick it up the jumper. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see bits of... I broke the wall it's falling me. down again. <laughs> You can see bits of like Johnny Sexton, especially. You can see him playing the way he plays for Leinster, and you can see players that have partnerships built up already doing things that you wouldn't have really seen under Schmidt. That's nice. Also, we're we're still very good at defense compared to how we were before Andy Farrell. So as, lo- as long as we can still defend, I'm happy enough.
2: It seems when Ireland were at their best, you know, they they were in control of the basics yeah. of the game, and then they managed to build on those. Mm. And, and explore the wide areas. They seem to you know, rely yeah, on controlling the procedure.
4: Yeah, they, they still have the ball retention they had under Smith, but at the minute they're kind of playing a little bit more than they used to. Just doing the basics quite nicely. Basics. Hopefully that will conti- continue to build.
2: We'll get into that later. Two Welsh fans are sitting primed and ready to go. Hello! Not, not, at, <laughs> not at their energetic best. Grace Davis, though, never lacking that spark. Grace? Talk through the weekend. Were Wales out-Walesed in a way?
5: Um, yeah, in short. Because I think we all kind of went into the Ireland game being a bit a bit cautious because Ireland, were, again, a bit like France in that you don't really know what's going to happen. And considering Ireland didn't play their best against Scotland either, I was kind of quietly confident. And that was loudly dashed as Peter Douglas sat next to me for those 80 minutes and I could feel a smile growing and I can feel it pushing me out of my happy zone into my let's not talk for a week zone. Right. And yeah. It's very, very Again, hard Again, good for the
2: podcast. Yeah. Saving your words. Nice. Yeah. Sammy, I mean, there's a lot of controversy on the pod about how Welsh you really are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what did you make of it?
0: i right, good to be back. Um, yeah, I think Wales didn't return up as a Wales team. I was quite disappointed, to be honest. The defence that we're, we pride ourselves on... Didn't really turn up. You saw the, the first try, especially Jordan Lama, get past Nick Tompkins pretty easily. Um, not Doesn't characterise Wales. So, yeah, we did get out Wales, but we didn't really turn up as a Wales side.
2: It felt like the physical battle with Ireland, both these rounds, I guess, you know, Scotland couldn't get past. There was a lot of industry from Scotland, but physically, when it mattered, Ireland had the edge with the intensity. Did you see that against Wales?
4: Yeah, so... Um it, it seemed to be, like, both teams had excellent attacks on the day. Like, if you look at Wales pulled off the move, Alan Wynne-Jones somehow getting the offload back inside. Mm-hmm. It was, I'll admit, I quite enjoyed that try as much as it was the wrong colour Jersey. Yeah,
2: sort of like creativity, which yeah, we're not but used they, to seeing. They huh? pulled it
4: off twice, and both times it worked. Mm-hmm. One time, the second time, not quite as well, because Ireland sort of expected it and stopped it from being a second try. But, like, they looked good in attack, it was just, like, if you look at George George North last week, he didn't defend his best, but you could say he was out of position. The following week, he didn't quite play his best, but he was in position. I think part of that was the new guy, Tompkins. Yeah. Because yeah. he looked a little wary. Mm.
0: I think the tri- the island try sort of typified the way they were trying to attack. So mm. you got the first try where they ship it out wide and then great finish from Lama, and then the mm. next one, Chad Furlong great forwards move, you that. know, bursting through. Not really a try that we see Wales concede that often. So the fact that mm. they could do that, you know, latching on. Yeah,
1: pretty,
4: it's, pretty it's hard to score through. Wales, it's yeah. much easier to score around. Disciplined forward, usually. usually. And that's
2: what I was thinking, because there was a variation in the way Ireland scored their tries. You see Ireland at their best when they're scoring tries in those different ways. You see Furlong, yeah. Van der Flier were bashing through, but you also got Lama beating four defenders on the outside. Tom, I want to get to you, because I, I saw... That Nick Tompkins tackling, sort of that seatbelt sort of scrag, which got thrown <laughs> off pretty easily. I, I, I thought of you. Um,
3: <laughs> I never even got that close. To <laughs> okay,
2: okay. but Yeah, w- w- what do you make of, you know, they're pretty fearsome blows, these Irish, you know, tag furlong, yep. former farmer. What must it be like tackling him?
3: Well, I, I think it's best not done. It's pretty scary stuff. Um, I don't really know what to say about it because I just wouldn't go anywhere near it. I was a, a master at just avoiding, avoiding contact, just a rivaling to the ruck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ball moves on and they heard you were present but not not involved
2: yeah sort of at, at the scene but but not guilty yeah, at not the bad. crisis yeah sure okay yeah Nick Tompkins we get on to him we, we were quite impressed with him as a debutant you know he's not Welsh I mean he's less Welsh than Sammy um, but <laughs> he scored a good try against Italy you know stepped the full back celebrated in front of the Principality Stadium crowd oh yeah new Welsh hero I thought he looked out of his depth against Ireland I don't That's know about okay. you do you think he's a, a long-term auction? Obviously, you we're judging him on a couple of games. Yeah. But, but do you think he has... Jonathan Davis isn't going to last forever. Nick Tompkins, a young buck. They're looking to, to build that depth. What do we think of Nick Tompkins?
5: I think it's interesting that his debut was against Italy and he really thrived. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, it's Italy.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And they're never really going to be a fighting force. It's not the sternest test, no. is it? So having his debut there was a nice, I would say, warm-up. And then he got into the full swing of what the Six Nations is actually about and kind of floundered. I think starting him was probably a mistake. Okay. Because he played really well against Italy coming in and making a difference.
2: I mean, you did say that last week you were talking about, we were talking about north outside centre. Mm-hmm. And we identified that as a, as a bit of an area where is that long term? We thought yeah. not. Is Nick Tompkins that, that obvious option then?
5: I don't know, to be
0: honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd I mean, probably say not.
2: But I'm saying, you, you, you know, you're, you're criticising Nick Tompkins are criticising yeah. selection. What was the alternative?
0: So that's the trouble we have at the minute. Okay. In- injuries have always played Wales, especially now. It's just, who do you put in place of Nick Tompkins? Is he the best option? In the Six Nations at the minute, you'd probably go, yeah. Mm. But that's only because we haven't got anyone else. Yeah. So okay. I, the so, big
4: problem with Wales is they've, they've had Jonathan Davis for so long, yeah. who is a Yeah, He rarely gets injured. And when he does, he's it's not usually out he, yeah, he's not usually out for a couple of weeks and back, it's out for ages. Yeah. So yeah, he can he can do the job when he's in. Yeah. But they don't really have option number two at the minute. Okay, like, that's a position Wales have a lot of depth in a lot of positions, but sadly yeah. for Wales. Um <laughs> uh centre isn't one of them. How hard can
3: it be for George Knoll to play a different position? It's just just <laughs> one different, isn't it?
4: I mean, I mean, Tom, you're very
2: versatile, and um, you played a lot of positions. Can you answer that? Can you give us some in, in insight into
3: you know, you know, shifting positions? Well, um, do you have sympathy for
2: George North? Clearly not.
3: Well, no, I think the thing is, you've <laughs> got to watch. Them. I guess I suppose it's different for, for professionals, but I found what can't be that different, can it? Watch, watching some YouTube videos on how to play striker football. What's okay. My, yes. Or how to play winger? with my Will I go to?
2: Well, famously, the the defending champion of the javelin, I think the world champs from Kenya, he learned via YouTube I and mean, that seems like a pretty settled platform but we're, we're looking at Wales and, and we saw last week Bigger who's was quite non-Dan Bigger in the way he played he flipped it through his legs like right? Dan Bigger what are you doing classic um, orange yeah incredible orange passing the neck yes um yeah on that Wayne Pivac's clearly brought a different dimension and we saw again Peter was talking about that, that he as an Irish fan he was impressed by the creativity yeah. that we saw Bigger put Win Jones back to Bigger Thomas Williams set free those nine and ten. We sort of associate with Wales more stability, more control. Are we seeing something different in the Pivac era with those two positions, those two controllers? Uh, And and do you think we're looking at something that is a different game plan looking into the future from Pivac?
5: I think it's really interesting that the dynamic in general has changed. Not even just like different positions, but the way Wales play as a whole, I would say, is quite different. How? How do you mean? It's more dynamic in absolutely every way. Continuity.
4: Yeah. That's the buzzword. It's, it's peak it... Scarlets. When, when yeah. Scarlets were at their peak, Pevac was their coach. Right. And they were going mad. Like, they were throwing stuff everywhere. And Wales have just kind of flipped from being a Gatlin team with a very Gatlin structure to being the complete opposite. Different and, ambition. Yeah. That yeah. And, like, you can see the players have the skill to do it, but I think it will take them... Take an, like, you saw it against Italy. Yes, slightly lower standard, but you saw it saw bits of it against Ireland, mm. but then there were bets where they were kind of unsure of where to go.
5: It's a weird so little middle weeks. ground at the moment mm-hmm. where they're still clinging on to Warren and yet Wayne is like looming and he's trying he's to implement this new thing, but it's obviously going to take time. We do need to bear that in mind that it's mm-hmm. not going to be just a f- flick of a switch, yeah. play completely differently with a completely mm-hmm. different coach and a completely different set of coaching tactics and everything. And I think
0: injuries also plays a part in that. Having yeah. so many players out. Key uh, players as yeah, well. Yeah, we saw Bigger getting injured right at the start of that second half, failed in HIA. Um and obviously Adams Josh as Adams well. as well with his hit. Um that having those sort of key players out where Wales would usually go through in order to score tries and also defensively, um, to secure that new ball playing style is quite difficult when you're got those key men in.
2: And I think that's just what England found in a different way in terms of yeah. personnel change and trying to play a certain way. Let's get on to France, the other unbeaten side still in the tournament, another win. We were doubting whether they had the resolve, the consistency, the motivation, maybe to hit back in the same fashion against Italy. It wasn't a thrashing, but it was convincing, wasn't it? You know, there was a lot of French flair. There were some good tries, some variation in attack. Tom, we're used to France being this side, look, rather like yourself, expect the unexpected, but but, 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 but there's, there's a difference now, isn't there? It's not just flair. It's not just unreliability and creativity. There's but something they're more. They're actually quite good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, well, what's changed? Well, I think, um, what are they, that, they're like 9-10, DuPont and that guy with the weird name? On Mac. That one, yeah. Um, <laughs> they were sort of new, what, last year. And I think they've sort so of, true. They've grown into it a bit. They're not, um, they're quite they're young, exciting. What's we'll something about that guy, Tomkins. Like, he looks handless his death. I don't think um, they've got a bit of international experience now. You can trust him a bit more. Still a bit of flair there.
4: I was more impressed on, on that game. I was more impressed by Italy than I was by France. Yeah, You could see France were still playing the same way, had a few lapses, but the fact that Italy went from a pretty resounding smashing against Wales... Yeah, they got nil, didn't they? Yeah, and they scored 20 22 nil. points
2: against France.
4: At one point, they were in for the losing bonus. Like They were within range of a losing... almost within range of yeah, a losing bonus. Very close. It looked like they were going to get it until Intermax started to have his way yeah. with the game again and just mm-hmm. run through everybody.
2: Let's be honest, the headline of the week, Ellis Gench. England were were well short and I think the English media let the England team know that. Um, there were calls team. for Jones to be sacked. I'm going to read a quote from, from Genge's interview straight afterwards. He was asked, how does it feel to to be the man to, to score a try in the Calcutta Cup, the winning try? He said, firstly, he couldn't remember. It was 20 minutes after the event, but he, he had no recollection of it. It was a bit of a blur, he said. Um, but he goes on to saying, Everyone was writing us off, saying we're not good enough, that the coach should be sacked, saying the boys are a different team from the World Cup. He says, a lot of sausages are saying whatever comes to their heads, what are they on about? That's, that, that, that seems... Uh, Eddie Jones' famous line, I never read the press. As a team, we never interact with it. it doesn't matter what they're saying. It's not true, is it? No. There's, there's press noise that England players get involved with. Tom, how would you feel... You've, you've got to a World Cup final. A lot of people didn't expect you to get there. 2018, especially Eddie Jones. Um, a, a lot of pressure on his job. England smash it. They beat Argentina, Australia, New Zealand. Get to the final. Fall short, but, but it's a successful tournament. There's a lot of success. They come back and lose a game. And suddenly they're written off, in the words of Ellis Genge. How would that make you feel as a player? Can you understand the frustration? Or do you think, fair game?
3: Well, to be honest, I think um, when you sign up for professional sport, you are signing off for that kind of scrutiny, and you can go and have a little cry about it. People, so like, if you play poorly, they're going to say you play poorly, and they when they want to sell newspapers. They're going to say, "Oh yeah, sack everyone," um, and you've got to just get a grip. Like, if you play poorly, just like you don't have to take it to heart. Just pull your socks up and play the next week. Do you
2: think it's fair game that Ern Farrell drops a ball, drops another ball straight away? People are saying. His head's not in it. Um, he, he can't catch. We know Aaron Farrell can catch. Do you think sometimes the English media get it a bit wrong? After one game, they're calling for heads. Do you think that's reasonable? Do you think that's... Do you agree with Ellis Genge? Uh, it, just, it, it just seemed to be a, quite a bit of animosity, quite a bit of... I mean, Sonny McLaughlin said, does it spur you on? He said... He didn't really address that. He just said, we've shut up the critics. Do, do you think it's fair game in that sense?
4: I think it's um, I think it's a bit harsh, like all the criticism, all the like the calling for sacks and stuff. That's stupid. You shouldn't. That's, that's getting into football territory, and we'll not go there. But at the same time, it like I understand the surprise, and I understand where people are coming from. Going, what's happened to England? Because they went from beating the All Blacks well, getting to the World Cup final, having like a, a class World Cup when no one like. Everyone, people always expect England to do okay at the World Cup. They almost always have. One not so long ago didn't go too well.
5: Great time, quite
4: quite close to home actually. The Welsh will be happy with that one. But um, like in general, the England tend to be pretty good at the World Cup, and this time they completely plummeted. Like following the World Cup, so they had a great World Cup, and then just there's a huge drop off in in form to one game.
2: It's almost been they have made out to be. A team that have now forgotten how to play rugby on the yeah. basis of, of one performance. What do you think of that?
4: Yeah the the media hyper
0: the media hyperbolizes everything. It's a big one um, sure. because, <laughs> it's a huge one. Um, and obviously they need to sell stuff as we said, and that's the easiest stuff to pick on. And it and it's what people want to read. They want to have the controversy. They want to know what's going on inside the camps. And so, you know, Ellis Gendry coming out and saying those things, coming from inside, talking about the boys in the changing room, it's never really been done in rugby, I think. Um, especially not live, straight after a match where they have pretty resounding victory after a really tough, tough match. I
5: wouldn't exactly call it resounding.
0: Well, it was the most finishes.
5: bland game of rugby I think I've ever seen. But it was
2: quite an emphatic response. You know, written off, they say, you can't play rugby and they get the job done. And do you feel that, great, are you surprised that they interact this much with the press? I mean, you know Eddie Jones, he was interviewed before the game. Why do you give the answers you give? Why don't you just play a straight bat and he had a bit of fun? Um, for to answer any other questions pretty much and said I'm just playing a straight bat um, that's all he said do you think Eddie Jones thrives off that are, are you surprised would you as a coach just sort of shut it off or do you think it is a positive thing to, to to play the game and interact
5: I think Eddie Jones chats a lot of rubbish in terms of like spouting absolute rubbish that just doesn't work
2: in Example. Terms,
5: in terms of like, like when they were before the France match that we're going to absolutely smash them yeah like
2: he, he said brutality yeah. he said we're gonna yeah bring pain
5: and he's just he just he's got nothing to back up what he says and he's just he's kind of in the football mindset of I'm just gonna chat and hopefully it'll build up and we might eventually act on what we say. but England
3: are quite good like we're fine the is it,
2: yeah, I, I mean that is the point you're saying he never backs up what he says I mean that World Cup is pretty good and it, it, again it, it you're just sort of saying that On the base of one game, are you playing that that English media sort of card that he never backs it up? Because on the weekend, he takes that criticism on board. He says People say he's finished, he sacks, and actually, he does back up the chat. He he fights back. And I was actually quite impressed
5: by an England fan, as an England fan,
2: that that response to that. Um, what, what What do you make of that?
5: I just don't think there's anything really that, other than winning a game, I wouldn't even say emphatically, it just happened. It wasn't planned. Again, it was the most bland game of rugby I've ever seen. Like, I mean,
2: this is a Wales fan talking. I mean, Wales—it's not not always that exciting, but, but it's a win, isn't it? You know, yeah. written off, they win. Are, are you slightly impressed by that, Brydie Jones as a coach? Does he offer anything? Doesn't sound like he does from from what you're saying.
5: I think he offers the drama in terms of he incites a lot of chat and he okay. incites a lot of media attention without backing
2: it up. Is that what you're saying?
5: No. Okay. Right. Maybe he does back it up sometimes. But he does, like Sammy say says, hyperbolize a lot of things.
1: Sure.
5: And um I think he's more suited to the realm of a theatre, but also football in just talking up his team he just doesn't need to when their game could actually do it for them.
2: Okay. Yes, Peter, does it have a positive effect that he interacts? Do you think do you think it helps his players? Do you think it hinders them?
4: Do you think it sparks him on? Do you think it's part of what makes Eddie Jones Eddie Jones? Uh, it's, it's what makes Eddie Jones Eddie Jones. And is that a good like, thing? Um, he's a great coach, don't get me wrong. He can go in and he can change the team from play. Like, look at what he did to Japan. He's done it with England. He's He's got the team. He got them to pick at a World Cup, which the great Joe Schmidt couldn't do, sadly. But he, he talks too much. He talks too much rubbish. Anything like,
2: that has a negative impact.
4: I, in my opinion, not not on his players. I don't think that is much bad. To, like to England, I think it's just it's bad for the English kind of perception at the minute. As an Irishman, we like I I assume the Welsh would say the same. Anyone but England. But I agree. It, yeah. So that we would support anyone but England in a game. The only thing is Eddie Jones isn't doing much for that. He's not trying. He's like he's not. He's interacting with the media, yes, but he's doing it in a negative way. He's inciting um, like drama. He's trying to be dramatic. He's trying to get people riled up. He's, I, I think it's targeted more so at the other team. I don't think it affects his players. Like They can't play great while he's talking, but it, I think it's aimed at the other team to try and like mind games. Eddie Jones mind games, you know. We beat England in Twickenham. Was it Twickenham? No, we beat England. 2018. 20, 20... Jacob Stockdale. Grand Slam. I'm, I'm trying to think of the uh, yes. Grand Slam 2018, March but there 2018. was the one. There was one where the year before, when England were about to so the Grand Slam, England were about to win the Grand England Slam, the Grand slam yeah. and we stopped them. Mm-hmm. Eddie Jones then did a talk at a conference, and um, that's when he started talking about the Irish, the, as he's called it, the Scummy Irish. We were in his EAS, eyes. Yes, that's what he said. So he called us the Scummy Irish. He was doing this that, and the other, and he was trying to talk Ireland down, trying to get in their heads, but unfortunately for them that year it doesn't work it Worked the next year
2: I guess when it doesn't work it comes back to bite you but Tom yeah. do you quite enjoy the fact that he enjoys it he always does it with a smile on his face is there a sense that actually it enhances the game a bit it brings a bit more excitement and a lot of the time his win percentage speaks for itself it works
3: yeah I mean it is like the Six Nations you're, you're, it's not it's a whole This whole event it's not just the rugby it's a, it's a traditional rivalry it's like he doesn't care that the Irishmen don't want to support him and actually, then getting more rolled up is great.
2: He embraces the fact that everyone hates England.
3: Yeah, it's great. And it's just good fun. And then you go and win. It's just it's great banter.
2: I guess, he, I guess he just likes playing on the knife edge. You know, it's high stakes. If he wins, massive. If he loses, he looks like a plonker. But he does seem to relish that. That's what he's, he's brought. He's brought a new dimension to, to the English game. When they lose, they look fools. Yeah. But a lot of the time, they don't lose. Very exciting. Ellis Genge, quickly on that, we will move on to, to a bit of a fantasy 15. Ellis Genge was uh, an intriguing scene where Ellis Genge says, you want to speak to my coach? You wanted him sacked last week. Um, And Eddie Jones walks in and goes, I'm here for another week, mate. And Eddie talks and and he says, Ellis Genge, project player. We got him in 2016. I think Ellis Genge sort of epitomises that Eddie Jones mindset where he's developed that, that character. There's a lot of characters in this England side. Yeah, they let them down. Carl Sinclair, for me, is very frustrating at times. And I don't like it when they scream and clap every knock on. But I, I think it's brought an extra edge. Tom, what do you think of, of the development of players such as Ellis Genge? Do you think it brings a new dimension and, and almost a signaling of a new era f- for rugby?
3: Um, yeah, I mean, also I like, one quick thing about the whole like development thing. I think mean, Eddie Jones, he like he loves it all like mathematical. Like, oh yeah, this person's part of the development squad or whatever. It's sort of, I don't, it's, it's all quite complicated. They're playing well, pop them on the pitch. I don't. It's just sort of, oh yeah, this person's like, what's that Harlequins? And sort of Mark 15, Smith. Yeah, sort of 15-year-old. Like when he, he was there, they're like... He's not very old, yeah. He's teaching on shape. When he's there... I don't think he needs to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, he's, when he's ready, I'll give him my... <laughs> time. Um, but he... I don't know, like, he's sort of... He's all very sort of weirdly analytical about all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't really get it.
2: Yeah. There's always a sense in every squad he picks that he never does what you're expecting him to do. There'll always be someone he leaves out. So it was Don Armand for three, four years. Yeah. Everyone's like, where's Don Armand? And, and then out of the fire, Sam Underhill and Tom Curry. And, and I said yeah. last week, I said, do you know what? Everyone's doubting Eddie. I, I just, I don't understand why, but for some reason, there's, there's a reason to trust him. Mm. Um, mm. Who knows? But he makes it exciting, he makes it entertaining, he, he gives talking points, as we know. Let's move on to the Fantasy 15 of week two. Last week, we enjoyed the Comedians 15. This week, it's none other than Disney Pixar. We've got, this is a very exciting little topic. Um, we've got a lot of Pixar fans in the house. Favorite Pixar film? What's the best one? Up. I like Up.
5: Mm. Or Inside Out?
2: Inside Out's very psychological. Like Eddie Jones, really.
3: Child. Toy Story 2. Do you
2: think know that the best out of the four? number two
5: i haven't seen toy story 4 no spoilies
3: well the three's a bit weird
4: like we're like teddy bears no, i i a like three, three was my favorite like I think
2: three's quite high stakes isn't it I got, like, like, you see, see twist, when they're all yeah. when
4: they're all in like the
3: incinerator thing yeah. like you oh. can't you, you
4: can't not cry it. that emotional really
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Watching, it's, going it's on. often quite
4: scary
2: toy story yeah. well when quite
3: scary
2: <laughs> oh no, you should see the fourth one have you <laughs> seen it no. no you'll be terrified i'll, I'll, I'll assure you with that let's get into it we always start with the front row we've got some ideas Who's our hooker? We had James Corden last week at hooker. Let's Sammy go. Who is our Pixar
0: hooker? Concurred
5: on this without even without even any discussion. Living
2: Welshies, what's going on? All right, Let's we're have it. One
5: line. You ready?
0: So hooker coming. Mike
3: in.
2: Wazowski. There you go. Mike Wazowski. What 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 does he bring? He's quite round.
3: Well, I think he's <laughs> the ball. <laughs> is it longer than his body? Wazowski
0: you know hooking power
2: he's quite a character isn't he I mean the great hookers are always pretty charismatic you don't get many more charismatic than than a Wazowski and he's quite technical as well
5: Mm.
2: okay we'll we'll put that in mind what about our big men up front
5: Russell from
4: up
2: It's not it's much. Not, it's bit, not that big like. as 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 a famous man. Pete and I would know. There's not much shy there.
4: No, no, no. Lacking need, a bit of weight. Need a bit more. Like, a bit Russell weight. from up. Yeah, so but he's, my, quite, he's
2: quite. He's a bit of a pebble of a bloke. Do you know what I mean? He's, well,
4: he's, he's, he's like he's, he's very short. He's only eight years old. somewhere. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's quite. He's yeah, experienced. You could. He, he could be a hooker because he's he's short and round. You
2: know? I reckon we have him on the bench at hooker. I reckon.
3: I reckon you whack Bruce
4: in the front Yeah, there. I have no Bruce agreement. the shark from yeah. Nemo. Yeah, that's
2: yeah, huge. Hello, oh, yeah. he's <laughs> terrifying. Speaking, speaking of Nemo,
4: why, why don't we put the whale at Taito? <laughs>
2: the whale <laughs> at Tighthead—that is that's so like, frightening.
4: You'll not be shifting up.
2: He's a provider yeah. of the whale as well. He's good at timing. He knows when to release Marlin, doesn't he? he doesn't he's like be. the Macaferi polar. <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's got he's got the shy but he's also got the release.
4: A, of, a scale, He's
2: though. got a bullet of a pass, isn't mm-hmm. he? Now, yeah we love that let's get the whale involved the whale and bruce seafood themed front row with with a little green man with one eye <laughs> that's pixar let's go to the second row who's going to dominate the line who's going to who's going to be that messy bloke in that mall i reckon More girl.
3: More, Who have we got roz 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 from monsters, monsters Inc. the
4: secretary
5: always
3: yep. one she, 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 she has a bit of a mouth on her she's a direct <laughs> operation.
4: Is this, this is the slug one, yeah? Yeah, the one. How are you lifting that in the line? <laughs> yeah, how can you... That's a half after that. I mean, there is a whale in this team, I don't
3: think. There's a whale.
2: Yeah, but the whale's the lifter, you know. Like, we're, not, we're not forcing a whale to the get in the line. Uh, nobody's
4: lifting the whale.
2: The whale's standing at the back. The, yeah, the whale the whale lifts. The whale shoots up with the spout.
5: I'm going to have to contest that and suggest Sullivan.
2: Sullivan. Sullivan. James P. Sullivan. James
4: P. Sullivan at He's a bit... second round. In my mind, he's more of a number eight. He's more Ooh, of a. He's such over, a character. He's more of an actual number eight rather than a. I've got Pete a flanker uh, rather, like, rather than Tom Curry. He plays number eight for Ireland. Uh, CJ Stander. He's, he's a flanker. There it
1: is. Yeah. CJ yeah. Stander is a number a
4: um, Yeah, there we
2: go. We're, we're all. full We all, we're all, we're all, we're all <laughs> fall short of that. Um, second, say James P. Sullivan has got to be in there as yeah. Sully, let's get him in in the background I think he's too much of a personality. Second, I don't think he doesn't just have brawn; he just brings so much with him. He is the main man. Mm. I do like that.
5: What about Mister Incredible? He's eight. got
2: he's to get him in number 8
4: he It's <sighs> got to be
1: number. You can number put
4: eight. six. How fast does he? Oh, he's regular. quick. He's,
2: he's quick. You can put him. Oh, you right. can outrun that 12? OmniDroid at times. him at twelve. Oh, I like A that. We have Rob Beckett 12. at twelve for our <laughs> just, just for some context, and you know they they look quite similar. Um,
4: <laughs> so. Maybe
1: different bills. Oh, here yeah, I've got I've got a second
4: space. row for you. Give us um, a second row. Uh, Mrs. is incredible. Whatever oh, I can't remember. Oh, Elastigirl. Oh, oh, Elastigirl. You don't you don't have to lift her. She just be up in the scrum. I know that she's not adding. She, she's
3: she's not adding oh, weight. It's quite lightweight
4: uh, in this. Scr- but do you need to add to the whale? Yeah, she can she can be behind <laughs> the whale. <laughs> do you
2: know what I mean? I think that's quite a good compliment. She can go thing. behind
4: the whale. The whale doesn't
2: it. need that much behind. Do you
4: know what I mean? She can be a, it's like a Devon Toner kind of figure. I don't know the English equivalent. Devon So But like the second row, he's just there for the line out on nothing else.
2: Yeah. Dave Atwood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dave Atwood. Let's give it Elastigo in the second row.
0: So is that our two second rows? Who's the other um, second row? Sully. Oh, we want Sully. Sully in the, the back row. row, I'm convinced. So we need another...
2: We need another second row. Right. <laughs> Who's tall? Oh, I quite ma- like... Mater.
1: In the second row. He's, he's not has really tall. He's
0: got the...
2: Yeah, that's, that's so not, that's not, not that. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, <sighs>
4: here, here, second row. Oh, I, I think second, I, I, second row Pixar. I'm tall Pixar characters. <laughs> <laughs> or Ratatouille's Pixar, yeah. He's Ratatouille's tall,
1: also mate. a rat. He's not, tall. I'm not, tall, he's not, Ratatouille. not. I'm not talking about
4: Ratatouille. Uh, You're talking about Linguini.
1: Uh, the oh. Anton Ego.
5: Ooh. The
2: critic. Anton Ego. Ego row. Row. He doesn't have the brawn though, he's all,
5: sticky. No, no but he's
2: got the personality, doesn't he? Like, you don't want to play against Anton Ego, do you? He is a misery. All second rows are miseries. He could back up. Like, apart from in okay. the.
4: We could throw him in, the,
2: oh, throw off, him in okay. the gym. Yeah. Seasoned. A seasoned second row. Anton he Ego. So se- oh, he's such a backy's bow to figure, isn't he? A little bit. Okay. But skinnier. Let's get Ego involved. Ego and Elastigirl. I mean, you know, we do need a fat back row if we're yeah, going to go with true. it. <laughs> <laughs> the two true. skinniest in Pixar in our second row. I think we need some challenge. We need some carrying. We need some force. Some thrust. What about Mater
0: in the back row? He
2: loves Mater. <laughs> 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 Mater's got a busy character,
0: isn't he? Who are the big
2: lads, of? though? Who are the big.
0: Sully.
2: Sully. Sully. Yeah, well, he's at he's 8. Mr. Incredibles Incredible. at 12.
4: No. This, this, this Rex from Toy Story. Ooh, get him second row. Yeah. Surely second you row. You could get him second row. Yes, yeah. so go with him. I reckon. It, he, I reckon it he the girl to go at seven at
2: the breakdown. Mm. Then you have oh. Rex in
4: second round. Yeah, put Rex
0: in second round. Let's yeah. do that. She's a yeah. Are we allowed to do villager? Oh yeah, uh, what definitely. About, what about Lotso, the bear from no. Toy Story Three? Oh, yeah, but he's he's a bit of a
4: he's a bit of a schemer though. He's too much. He has too much brain to be a no Really? I think he's too much too much brain and not enough brawn. I reckon
2: you. Lotso and bears are unit.
4: Yeah, just because he's a unit doesn't mean
2: he. No, he, oh, he's got brawn. He's not physicality. Think it,
4: just because he's the size.
2: Like, he's not physical. Lots of hugging bear. He
4: settle the argument. Put him on the bench.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. He's a big carrier. I wouldn't want to tackle him.
0: Well, All right here. I, Tom, I, you're I, the I,
2: expert I, I like knowing the who to tackle to and who not like. to. Lots of <laughs> hugging bear. Are you tackling that?
3: Well, I ran away from him. It. He's got some of He's a weirdo. A <laughs> weirdo. strawberry t- <laughs> I, I quite like that in a, in a number six. <laughs> no, I, reckon, I reckon you at a Randall Boggs in that you know, weird sort of.
1: Oh, yeah.
4: That's the chameleon one from Monsters Inc. Like? Yeah, the yeah. weird one that like, changes color. Uh, should We have him on the wing. Elusive.
5: No, I've got Brando. really got, good we've wings. We've got wings. We've got really good
3: okay.
2: wings. Randall's I've, I've in the wing. picture.
1: Um,
2: should we thing. go straight to? I go, okay, have we got? so we got the whale? And Bruce, we've got Wazowski, we've got Anton Ego. Lots is.
4: Are we making Lotso in I there? I say go for put, it. Put him on sex, yeah. If you guys if you go, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, back, back row is Lotso,
2: Elastigirl, and James P. Sullivan. Mm-hmm. We need another second row.
0: What about Wally? Wally? <laughs> the shortest character. Did we not go for Rex? It's quite resourceful. Rex is the second row. Rex
2: is the second row. So we've
0: got, our, we've, we've
2: got our pack. Let's go to the back three if we've got some wingers. Okay. Who are we thinking?
5: Wingers. Yes. Dash. Oh,
4: well, I mean, that picks strange. itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Lightning McQueen. That was, I was thinking that was around. Well. The You've queen on yeah. the wing. Like lightning's in us, man. You have to pick him. He is speed. Reese he says.
3: Lightning.
5: Need for Speed.
2: Okay, so we've got McQueen, we've got Dash. Do we like a Randall at thirteen oh, on the on the outward arc, like a Jonathan Joseph sort of figure?
1: Here, squirming that? in and out.
4: Do you know we put Randall? You put Randall fullback.
1: Why? He's g- got the. I was
4: he he's,
5: he's, he's, he's,
4: going Buzz Lightyear at fullback. Oh, I was Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking Randall at fullback. He's got the. He's got the brand. He's got Intergalactic the
2: space ranger. You've got to have him at fullback. Yeah, don't so you think Buzz Lightyear like, actually looks a tiny bit
1: like Lee Halfpenny? Not particularly. Uh, uh, no, They're the
2: same build. Yes. You uh,
4: but they don't look alike, memory. I'm afraid. <laughs> but you know, I, I would have I would have oh, picked that? Buzz that Scrum caps. Yeah, yeah,
5: totally. I
4: I, I would've yeah. picked See, him at thirteen. Because uh, Randall at fifteen is a second playmaker because he's got a bit of a scheme in him, you know what I mean? He's got a bit of a bit of a brain. Randall. Yeah. Plus, can he can
2: turn invisible. You don't know where he is. They have a bit of a, a Brian Odriscoll, thirteen. Randall. But
0: Jesse mm. at fullback? Ooh.
2: We've got Buzz, Buzz Light. Lightyear's <laughs> Light in it. Buzz, Buzz Lightyear's Light in. Fullback Buzz Light is not
5: Buzz Lightyear. In Toy Story. The Cowgirl.
2: Oh,
3: that one. Yeah, yeah. She's quite annoying, actually.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a male-only team at the moment. No, it so isn't. Saying.
1: Elastigirl. Oh, she yeah. has girl in her name
2: She's got girl in her name. <laughs> Right, incredible. Randall, centre partnership, who's inside? Who's, who's dictating the play? Who are our pivots in this team? Start a nine. Oh,
5: I've got a cracking, cracking score. Yeah. There are
2: lots of Pixar nines. Go okay, with it. Are you
5: ready? It.
2: What are we looking for on our nine first? I mean, what nine are we going with? Are we going with a, a, a general? Up. Are we going yeah. with a rob? Big Mike's really annoying. Charismatic. I am thinking of different troll. Troll. Uh, are we looking are we going more Connor Murray or more Faf de Klerk or Faf de Klerk? yeah are we going more That's Faf. not a question anymore. Faf Faf. He needs to, Who have, the, is needs to our, have the hair as well. Who's our Disney Pixar Faf? Edna Mode. Oh my word. That's, that's yeah. genius. <laughs> that That is That is the hair everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. that blog. Why Edna Mode?
5: Because she's she's stylish, just like Faf. And she's um yeah. she likes the chat.
2: She likes the chat.
5: Yeah. What do you mean? Like
4: she's she just she's just a big mouth. She'll, yeah. She's yeah. She's a big big she's mouth. She's
5: always like, yappy.
4: quite quite a, quite a whiny voice yeah. as well. Edna Mode. I imagine <laughs> I imagine that that would really annoy <laughs> a referee. Not that's know, the perfect the
1: dialogue
2: between oh, yeah. and, and Edna Mode. Yeah, but do you want to do you want to? Uh, I, I see that with Edna Mode because she she, she is she's a great person as well. She's mm-hmm. yappy, but she can side up.
1: Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Like um, she's she's
2: got the. Do you want Edna Mode as Kit mm-hmm. Man though? No. Ooh.
1: The, like, to, to be fair because
2: nice there gets. are a lot of nines out there and we want to look sharp well what other nines, what are, so what other nines, nines were
1: you
4: thinking
2: who are the other nines Nemo who have we got Nino Nemo
4: nine no you got lost true <laughs> you
2: have to go find him <laughs> to be fair Nemo is not the star of that film no if you think about it it's all about Nemo but at the end of the day it should be like I mean, I mean Marlin, yeah, Marlin or Dory you know what I mean yeah. I mean Nemo just gets lost that's all he does yeah, yeah. I
5: mean, he sits in
2: a fish tank and then he nearly yeah I mean he puts the pebble in yeah. But apart from that, I mean, really. he, he's, a, he's a passenger, isn't he? Mm. Nemo, great film. I, I rate you, but but you're not in our team. What about Remy the Rat?
1: I, oh, that's okay. what I was
2: looking for. That's I was looking for Remy right. the Rat at
4: nine. Because who's who's going like, to tackle that? That's properly? I you? would
2: like Edna Mode as our, as our as our kit provider. Yeah,
5: but Edna's so charismatic.
2: She could be a charismatic... I, I, they, they always say, Peter Crouch, his podcast, Kit Man is the is the life of the, of the dressing room. But there's, there's this Irish kit man who, who always goes with the Lions. He gives them chocolate every night and, he, and they always go to him. He's called Ralla. Brian O'Driscoll said, Ralla was the highlight of, of my rugby career because Ralla would always give them sweets. He'd always give them studs. He'd provide. And he made them look good on the pitch. You know, the kit was always there. It's not just the kit man. They don't just look after the kit. They look after the mentality. Sweets, sweets it, it, it's key. Psychologically, Edna Mode could be the Rala of the Pixar, mm-hmm. fifteen. So we've got Remy the rat at nine. We need number ten. Big. I reckon Frozen. Frozen at ten.
3: Ooh.
4: I I, I would have went for
2: Woody well, um, what had. Woody or Frozen? Well, so I'm going to Frozen. Okay, let's have <laughs> let's have the case for Frozen.
3: So the thing about it is that he is he's quite mature. He's also got he's quite stylish, quite cool. He's got like. He's got good hands for like
2: pinging out to ice stuff. Oh, um, ice, you want that? Ern Farrell is always ice in
3: his veins. You yeah, know yeah I mean? and he's just quite
2: cool. And he's also just like he's got, he's always got a
3: control. A rock star ten.
2: Mm. Yeah. It's hard to leave out Woody, isn't
1: it? He's is. it the it's ultimate
0: a, companion. Yeah. Ultimate.
4: Oh, that is a beautiful Liga. Pixar yeah. phrase
3: as well. He's a
4: perfect leader. Also, <sighs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks' voice. Tom Hanks needs to be. You, you, there. you can't. You can't get much worse than being a good leader. <sighs> I'm having the voice that of Tom Hanks.
2: Example was just so compelling. He's got ice in his veins, this guy. He's well, here, who are our wingers again? Uh, Dash, Dash,
4: okay, themselves. <laughs> yeah, because I was oh, gonna say like, sure. Frozone will be good at, good at getting up to the high ball. Who are the centres?
2: Incredible and Randall.
4: Oh, here,
3: Frozone
2: could replace Randall.
4: Yeah,
2: at thirteen.
4: Yeah, because he brings a bit more. Well, I think, the
3: I think Casey made for Woody to be 10. Like, he's a good companion. Like, you don't want a companion at 10. He's also very
5: like like, like, Owen,
3: like, Owen Farrell isn't... isn't he's, not he's not a good companion. But he's, like, he's good at playing... But he's rugby.
2: also the main man, do you know what I mean? And he's
3: quite selfless. He's a provider. He always provides as Woody. You know, there are main men. There is a main character in every single Pixar film. So I think doing it on base of who the main man is is probably not not the best reason to choose
2: one to fly off. I don't know, but Woody's just, he's just a bit cut above the rest, isn't it? What I love about Toy Story is it's so family orientated. Mm. Um, not qualities you look for in number 10. <laughs> do you not think?
3: No, absolutely not. Not qualities you Do
2: you know what? I thought Woody picked himself for number 10, but do you know what? Logically, systematically, step by step, I think you've, you've proved us wrong there. Great. I think Frozone slots in at 10 and Woody's going to have to find a place on the bench. What? Which is wow. absolutely Woody could be the coach.
5: Excuse me. Are, you, are we seriously If, if we have to get Woody
2: in somewhere, are
5: we If you can make compelling? a
2: more compelling okay, case off. than Frozen, well, then then we, then he's in. But uh, we at the Boz moment, from. I can't see it. I think frozone has been beautifully we can put described
4: Boz. there. Move Frozen to fullback. Move Boz Lightyear into thirteen. But this, and drop but, Ralph. But, but he, he wants Frozen. Same
3: difference. He wants Frozen. But 10. remember, what we're talking about George North playing thirteen is out of position. Like imagine putting Frozen. Imagine Owen playing at thirteen. He's just so out of position. You've got to have Frozen in his position, which is 10.
2: <sighs> he just sprays ice everywhere as well. Yeah. I love that image. He's
4: amazing. You he want to
2: spray ice as a 10. Then put
4: Woody at fullback and Buzz Lightyear put 13. Woody at 10. How, 10. How,
2: do you, do you, I, I like that.
4: I like that. Because let, let's be honest, Randall is invisible. Should we so, get. So, He'll <laughs> go he missing in the big game. He,
2: he will not be there. Right, Randall's out. It'll
1: be a, it'll be a I'm
2: glad we find a way to get Woody in. So we're going Buzz Lightyear 13. And Woody good. at that's fullback.
4: Because he's a Buzz Lightyear is a big lad. He's got he's got the skills. He can cope with her. He's also
5: quite short though.
2: He's an all action figure. That's fine. I you think don't that's enough. I think that is enough. He's got incredible inside him. I like that. Mr. Incredible at twelve.
1: Oh
0: <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> <laughs> I was very confused.
2: Okay. I thought
4: you meant Buzz Lightyear.
5: Yeah. Oh,
2: he's got a lot inside him, Buzz
5: Lightyear. And I
2: thought you got his name wrong. Right, we it that out. Um, yeah. right, <laughs> uh, we probably won't now on the bench. Do we have names? Mm. Who, who, who are we looking who, who's unlucky to miss out that no, we need in the squad? Who are the squad players? I'm thinking Wally needs to be somewhere. Yeah, in there. Mm. Wally, he's got his own film. Can't Wally, Wally could be, be the,
5: the
2: water boy. Wally could be the do you know what? I, he w- could be Wally, the medic. Wally's water boy because oh, yeah, he's, a, all, he's all about the environment,
5: isn't
0: yeah. he? He's all about hydration.
2: That plant, the that keeps
1: Yes.
2: Let's have Wally's water boy.
0: What about Doug the dog
1: <gasps> from Up? Oh the Fetcher.
2: Let's have him as our back row replacement.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I quite like another Up character, Kevin. Yes. I feel like Kevin would be a good yes. second roller. Kevin?
5: The bird. Yeah. The, the bird uh, that talks. Y- y- no. no. The snipe. It's good.
2: The oh, good. the, oh, the beggar. Who eats the one? That's yes,
4: the one. I do yeah.
2: remember that. Edna oh, Mode what? has got to be our replacement nine. No, oh, no, she's kit lady. she be bad.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Edna both. Edimo's both. the Mode can do anything. has Nemo, got be Nemo's, Nemo's a spectator, really. Invited the game, but, she, but he's not playing. <laughs> I
5: tell ne- you what ne- I think. You should have. You know those aliens from Toy Story as some as the backroom staff.
4: Backroom staff. Don't they just? Well, to do because they'll just agree with whatever, like the assistant coach Yeah, they'll just agree with whatever's said. They uh, are yes uh, men, aren't they? Yeah, they're just. If you have a really good coach, that's a good thing. But if, if you
2: don't, yeah, you need you need coach. will be chat. Who who's our head coach? Doc Hudson.
3: Yes. Oh Doc Hudson. my common, word! That device. is the best thing I've heard all day. That's coming, guys.
2: Doc Hudson. That there you go. That is the Swan we're talking about. That's the culture from Moore straight away. Phenomenal. That's Doc perfect. Hudson as Do, the coach. He doesn't need to be defended. Club be pre- oh. club president. Oh. Let's run through our fifteen again. Coached by Doc Hudson. We've then got front row of... We've got a kit lady in Edna mode who come off the bench when when needed to do a job. Sociable and yappy and controlling and friendly and energetic. I've just realised that I am Great Edna companion. Mood. The Welsh Edna mode. Grace Davis. Front row, we have the whale. <laughs> the tight head, Bruce the shark. Mike Wazowski is our... Hooker Anton Ego and Rex causing havoc in the second row. Lotso hugging bear as the industrious six. Elastigirl the fetcher, who can reach anywhere. Turnovers galore. Seven and James P Sullivan, Sally carrying it up in the Dom Brandt position. Remy's at nine. Frozone ice in his veins. The distributor, Mister Cool at ten. What a, what a case. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> we ne- never never presume or assume selection. McQueen, dash on the wing. Woody at fullback and then the centres. Incredible up the middle in the Beckett role. And Buzz Lightyear, the main man at 13. With, a, with, a, <laughs> with all the tools. All action. And he can fly as well. So that's our team. Phenomenal. That's the Pixar 15. Next week we'll have another... Exciting, Fantasy 15. I can't wait to see what's, what's coming up there. Next week, Six Nations, round three. It's all beautifully poised, isn't it? France going to the Principality Stadium. Oh, my word.
5: Our very own Sammy Leon Cachet will be on the scene at the Principality Stadium.
2: With Gary the Goat. <laughs> Not Gary. Shenkin. Something else. Schenkin. Yeah. very good why have they won 12 of their last 15 games at home why haven't they lost since November 2017 why can no one beat Wales at home
5: it's because it's our homeland it's the principality is where we all feel content
2: I mean you could say the same about the Stadio Olimpico for Italy that's yeah, their that's homeland it was their homeland I mean it can't just be homeland there's got to be something more there's got to be an extra edge why is it such a fortress
5: well I suppose the roof's probably going to be closed it's an absolute wall of sound in there Mm.
2: Okay. Noise. Wall of sound.
5: Noise. And, and Wales is the land of song. You you just hear them blasting out the national anthem, all the good rugby songs. It just it just it sends the players off to the try line. I think it sings them to the try line. Mm. The
0: home, the home to ground the makes sort of a certain amount of difference wherever you go.
2: Right, a certain amount. Yeah. yeah. I Agree.
0: Unquantifiable. Yes. So, for example, Dublin last weekend. Wales you think that, that was to Ireland.
2: big? Okay
0: significant difference if if you take the same amount with the principality stadium i think wales similarly to ireland are, are a good enough side to win the majority of their games at home but it's not, I mean, it's not it's not just the majority i mean
2: it's, they've won the last 10 games at home i mean this is unprecedented this is compl- this is a unique venue in that sense why is it so hard for an opposition fan to win I mean I mean look at last year the Grand Slam game, I mm. thought Ireland would hit back. It's um they were decimated.
4: It's the it's a different stadium. No other stadium has well for a start the roof. Yeah. Makes a big difference. Because in, in the in the weather, like outside, it could be raining and they close the roof, that's all well and good. But it's still kinda it gets humid in there. It gets kind of Muggy. Yeah, mm. clammy. Clammy's a good word. Ooh, so it's still kinda yeah, well, that's what it's like that's what it's like yeah
2: so it's the welsh thrive like off a kind clammy of, stadium
4: yeah so like it's it's good for welsh welsh players. it's their home ground. they're used to things like that like homegrown advantage always has something but i yeah. think the principality is a stadium that brings something a little bit more okay so they win a
2: lot of games because it's clammy mm. um <laughs> i think that's fair enough right Lisa, yeah. but, but tom these french lads they look on fire don't they they've got control they've got those halfbacks 23 year old dupont 20 year old Onto Mac, they've got structure, directness with the madness and the chaos. They look cool and composed, they're, but they're going to this Cami arena. Um, what's going to happen, Tom?
3: Well, I suppose with the French, it's totally unpredictable. You have no idea what's going to happen. Like, they could just turn up and just blitz it. But more likely is that they'll probably get totally railed. You still think that
2: after this, after after the, these two rounds, we've actually seen a different France. Do you think actually we're not seeing a different France? Actually, well, I think, this I th- isn't
3: going to last. This is just a bit of a
2: facade, and actually they're going to get steamrolled when the tests get tougher.
3: You mean they're not? They've they they haven't proved themselves a long term yet. That's okay, they, I think they are sort of a young side with a bit of flair. They're not um, they're not the all blacks. Um, I reckon sure. I reckon they're going to lose. So that okay, give us a score. Will it be an open game? Uh, Will it be a clammy game? Yeah. Well, clammy for sure. So there might be a few drop balls. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I reckon I reckon it'll be uh, 28, 15 to Wales. That is resounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a,
4: That's, that's wow. a high predict. That's a big prediction. Big win for Wales. What? What? Are, what does what the Irishman think? I think don't take three hours. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm gonna go say Wales will win by 22-19 mm-hmm.
1: So it's gonna be I tight. I
4: think it's gonna be tight because the French are on form, but I think Principality bring them home. Um Nick
2: Tompkins probably gonna play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicken Little look alike. Um We they got out Wales last round. New coach trying different things. Only beaten Italy. We haven't really seen what this side's about. They're playing probably the best team on form. What's gonna happen, Welshies?
0: Um look, it's gonna be a fascinating game. Wales did play France fairly recently. Political start. Uh, in the World Cup quarter final. Yeah um, that was a, a war of attrition you know quite a clammy you know very very very, very clammy domestic. so this weekend i reckon completely different open flowing running rugby so. France have definitely been the most fluid with ball okay. in hand in six nations right i think wales with you know new coaching new setup will try um and be more fluid than they have been we've seen that in the first couple of weeks interesting um, so i'm going to go for a bit more high scoring Um, Not quite that high scoring, Mr Moore. But I'm going to say um, 24-14 to Wales.
2: Grace, quick prediction.
5: Um, 28-17. 28-17.
2: Four Welsh wins. I'm going to go against you here for the sake of it. And I'm going to say a French win by 29 27, I think the French are back. I think there's something special here. Um, and I think they're legit. I'd love to see Wales lose at home as well. Scotland, Italy. Two sides that are struggling. Scotland more than usual. Who cares? Should we just move on from that? I <laughs> mean, one time, fit, one time like, It's hardly going to be a...
3: Brilliant. It's neither very good at rugby.
2: Got, Scotland are about to... They, they could be embarrassed this year. And, you know, in, in recent years, they haven't been that. They've got a lot of talent in that side. Stuart Hogger captain it hasn't really worked has it um, do you think this will be a close game
5: yeah I do actually why do you think that I think because both sides kind of have their weaknesses okay and that both of them are just going to try and play just to show that they can actually play
2: right so is it going to be open is it going to be error stricken it's, it's yeah, in Rome
5: it's, it's going to be open whenever it's in Rome it's always more kind of open, it's never like attrition based. I don't know, right. i can't put my finger on why Colosseum, yeah, yeah that is it.
3: That's why Colosseum, pizza, yeah, fa- famously not about attrition at all, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: there you go, thanks, historian. Um, yeah, Stadio Olimpico, um, pizza, is it going to be high scoring? Italy scored three tries last weekend.
4: I think it'll be high scoring for both teams. Do so you think it'll be close. neither have like Scotland had a Pretty good defence against Ireland. Yeah. Pretty good defence against England. Uh-huh. Slip one through. We'll let that pass. I I think this week... Shake it off. Yeah, exactly. I think Italy have the unpredictability because we've never really seen them fully open up and play their best yet. So I'm going to go that very high scoring. I'd say probably 28-32 to Scotland.
2: I am excited by it. I think they can score tries in a number of ways um, quick predictions Italy, Scotland, Tom Oh, um, in Italy
3: well yeah Well, I mean, Italy is a bit of a joke really because there always people like Tommy Allen they just change names like, Italian. very
2: Scottish very <laughs> Scottish <laughs>
3: yeah. I reckon um, I reckon Scotland are going to win I reckon they're going to win 25-19
2: Grace quickfire.
5: Scotland to win 28-22
2: Sammy
3: Scotland
0: 34 Italy 20
2: I'm going to go Scotland 40, Italy 31. I think it's going to be class. And there's a lot of excitement out there. Not a lot of control. And then, oh, Twickenham. We're back at HQ. We love it. Manny's back. Very exciting. Mako's not. Unbeaten side against a side who back themselves. Eddie backs himself, doesn't he? What do we think of this? Are Ireland going to stay unbeaten? Are they going to challenge for a Grand Slam? Are
3: England going to hit
2: back again? Tom, um, w- what is this England side about?
3: Well, I think it's good we have got Manu back because we're, playing, we're playing the same like tactics, but without him. So I think having him back inside, we can we can we, we can play that sort of direct rugby, but with the man who's actually like with the steam train coming out of the station. I reckon um, <sighs> lovely. That's a good for um, Yeah, that's very good. <laughs> if he says so himself. So. Um, cool. I, I think, um yeah, I reckon. Well, I, I think we'll lose. I uh, think we'll lose. I uh, think
2: on? Ireland will win at Twickenham. Ireland? I think Farrell will beat Farrell. I, re- I just
3: think and Ireland will be better than England. Yeah. I don't England. I think,
2: think Ireland are a better team
3: yeah. than England. Woo. Great Woo. Past, we scrape past Scotland in Storm Kiara. I'm
2: getting clammy now. Scrape <laughs> <laughs> yeah. past Scotland in Storm Kiara. But then wouldn't anyone scrape past Scotland in Storm Kiara? Wasn't it just. A dead game where both sides struggled, or was it an England side that was just lacking ideas?
3: Well, if you say like sort of both sides struggled, then you this so is easy. You disregard that game, and then you give it to the last two games. We, just have, and we turn, turned up.
2: Yeah. Okay. So England won't turn up. Island are a better side. Get to you later. He likes that. Likes a bit of
3: it feels like white flag,
2: white flag work already from
3: Tom Moore. Yeah,
2: well, she's you. You didn't enjoy last week. Are you hoping for? A similar Irish brutality in in London.
5: I'm gonna be controversial.
2: When are you not? Rude. Let's have
5: it. Um Rude. I want England to win. Oh thanks, thanks. Oh, well,
2: that's probably the least controversial thing I've ever heard.
5: Okay, Peter, you can stop Why g- would You, can you... Can stop gesticulating at me now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is wow. This is this is the Irish, the Irish I'll fight.
2: Um he's, he's dumping the wall now, careful. Not on it's purpose. already broken. Not on he's already broken the wall. And... Why do you want England to win?
5: Because I don't want Ireland to get a grand slam.
2: And you think that could happen?
5: I think Ireland are a force to be reckoned with in the Six Nations, actually. that's
2: mad. Ireland do look like they're getting back to the sort of patterns that made them where they were at their best. You know, that control, that brutality, that efficiency, it's almost military-esque, isn't it? From Ireland against Wales. they They were just on the money they didn't really make mistakes
5: just putting it out there that did hurt my soul to say and I'm very sorry to my I'm
4: glad to hear that
5: to my uh, Celtic roots
4: it was was painful to hear apologising to a nation there you go not
5: just a nation a culture
2: culture an identity (laughs)
5: yeah
0: I'm not going to say I want England to win but I'd like to see them playing similarly in terms of flowing in terms of being confident with the ball as in the World Cup because right. I feel like we've just, they've just gone missing a little bit, and that's sort of brought the quality of rugby down. And I'd love to see a really, really good game. Um, I think England will win. To be honest, watching just, that, just slight home advantage. They've had a bit of time now to consolidate. Um, I think the week break they would have needed that as a team, um, and I think you know weather looking slightly better than a couple of weeks ago. And that could have a bit more of a an England name on the on the win. As
2: an Ireland fan, what are you most worried about facing Eddie Jones's England?
4: Maloney to straight up. Yeah, like first first English starter player last year to lange smashes it up the middle of the pitch.
2: That set the tone for, S- for England's smashes, success in that year.
4: Straight into. Um, van, der van der flair who is was arguably at the time and probably is at the minute our best tackler in the team and just smashes like he he brings him down eventually but smashes through him realistically
2: like wrecking ball
4: yeah the style of rugby england play to a line unstoppable and then in twickenham as well like i don't i don't think ireland are quite where they were last time we won in twickenham no,
2: they're no, not. No, a grand, they're not in Grand Slam settled no, form.
4: I, I don't think we're that. Like we had a good game last week. I don't think we're that good. yet that's I the thing with be. this
2: year. Everyone, everyone's building, aren't they? No one's,
4: yeah. no one's at a sort of settled level. No, everyone's I sort think, of building from the start. I think it'll be a really close game. Okay, because I think we have better form currently.
3: Yeah,
4: well, unquestionably, mathematically, better, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think. As we said, home field advantage can't be, can't be denied. And I don't know. I just have a very painful, painful feeling that England are going to win it.
2: No way.
4: Yeah, I think they're going to do it. Well, I, well she's at the Irish it think. It's an England I, win. And I the Englishman really it's an Irish it. win. I change my mind. <laughs> I really want Ireland to win. Don't get me wrong. That's quite reassuring. Really <laughs> I'll, I'll like I'll I'll be there. His man, heart ke- says
2: no, but his head says but,
4: England. Like I don't know. I don't like because we have to play England and Twickenham and France and France. In France. France
2: and fr- that's the week five.
4: Yeah.
2: Away like, in Paris, as, as, 14th of March.
4: I think out of the two of those, the easier fate is France and France.
2: Easier than England at Twickenham.
4: I oh, would... oh, in general, at the minute, I would go the other way. Sure, of course. But I I just have a, a sinking feeling. And the pet on the stomach that England are going to win. Yeah, as much as it pains me to say it.
0: Great, England are going
2: to win. Oh, that's nice. It's good. I like that when that happens. Grace, were you going to say something?
5: Oh yeah, I was going to say the Stade of France just doesn't have the same kind of home court advantage as Twickenham does. I'm
2: gonna wrap it up. Cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, week one of the Six Nations, that was stat of France was pretty against England.
5: Yeah, but like I potentially,
2: don't know. is
4: it a force?
2: It's if, if
4: France. It's quite an unpredictable. I mean, if the, France aren't on form, like the start, start France turns turns, start the France sorry, start yeah. France is the team.
2: The only thing more unreliable the, than the French the, team is the French fans. Yeah, the
4: French fans will turn on a team in seconds. Like you, like, you could go from playing the nicest, most flowing rugby ever to a couple of knock-ons, couple of missed opportunities. If if France pulled a Stuart Hogg and dropped it over the line, okay, <laughs> or Hadley Park, or, or Hadley Park, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hardley parks as well. well. Welsh Either way, like it's. What. I I think Stade Stad de France would turn on you quicker than Twickenham would.
2: Let's have let's quick predictions. Ireland, England. Let's start with Tom Moore. I reckon twenty-five all. A draw.
4: Cheers <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> every time.
0: Predict yeah. the unpredictable. Uh,
4: no, let's go to the Welshies first.
0: Uh, it's My 25, fault. Twenty-five,
4: fourteen. England. 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 Four. 17-13 England.
2: I'm going to go with 32-18 England. Let's have a massive one. Let's have a big response. Eddie Jones. Guys, again, it's been phenomenal. New signings. Excellent. Fresh bursts of energy. The Pixar 15 was a triumph. Frozen at 10. Inspired choice. Thank you very much, Tom Moore. That's right. Twenty-five all draw as well. Who'd have thought that? (laughs) That's what you get if you play second row, fly half, prop. You just get all aspects and other people just can't they just can't compete with that, with that level of of broadness in that perspective. Guys, it's been great fun. It's been a rest week, but we're back. Weekend, Six Nations, February. We're back. Where are we watching it?
0: Well in the stadium.
2: In the stadium. (laughs) He's going to the ground. Put us all in the shadow. We'll edit that bit out because you're really quiet. But apart from that, it's been class. You can catch us on demand on Spotify. Purple Radio On Demand is the page. Again, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts on the iTunes app. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Purple Radio Podcasts.
0: Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.